never has so much money caused so much stress and anxiety. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and today we're taking a look at recent data on charitable giving and what that means for your fundraising planning. And of course, I'm referring to the most recent report from Giving USA, issued in June of 2023, which reported that charitable giving in the United States in 2022 was $499 billion. That's a half a trillion dollars. But there's been so much stress, so much anxiety. When you look at a lot of the philanthropic media, the, the negative and heavy headlines from these data because of the decline from the previous year. This was just the fourth time in 40 years that there was a decline in the annual data report. And it is one of the largest declines in the many decades that Giving USA has been published. How much exactly? Well, in terms of current dollars, that is the value of the dollar in the year the dollar was donated. In current dollars, the decline is 3%. When, in, when adjusted for inflation, so-called constant dollars, the decline is nearly 11%. And that 11% is what was really grabbing a lot of the headlines and causing a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. And, and you know, the reaction was quite similar to the report issued by our good friends at the Fundraising Effectiveness Project. If you were at the AFP ICON uh, conference in New Orleans, as I was with several of my colleagues uh, in the late spring, that's when their, uh, the Fundraising Effectiveness Project released their data for the fourth quarter of 2022. And what did they find? a decline in dollars and a decline in donors in the fourth quarter of 2022 compared to the previous year. And we had a chance to talk about those data with our good friend, Eric Daubert of the Fundraising Schools faculty, who's been chairing the Fundraising Effectiveness Project to take a look at those numbers. Now, let's start at the beginning. Down is down. Down is not good. Uh, it's certainly, there can be a cause for concern. And the advice here is to not put on the rose-colored glasses and think, oh, this is no big deal, right? That's not what's being said here. Uh, and there are a couple of important reminders that these two data reports bring to our attention. And the first, of course, is to continually focus on responsible budgeting. And uh, don't stop the podcast because you know, you're thinking, Bill Stan, uh, it's not like we're tripping over the money over here. Uh, that we're, you know, we're just so flush with cash at our local nonprofit. Uh, we know that. We know that so many nonprofits uh, are doing all they can just to make their annual fund from one year to the next with a budget that is as efficient as possible. It, the takeaway here, though, is just, you know, when we hear economic news or, or feel an economic crunch in our own local community and in our own household, of course, we're looking at our household budget from year to year, maybe month to month, maybe week to week to make sure we're being as wise with our budget as possible. Same thing with our organizations always, including when we see data like this come out on charitable giving. Second of all, this is a reminder to continue our fundraising fundamentals. You know, we need to have an organization that is continually ready for fundraising, that everybody's on board, that we have a comprehensive fundraising plan that's tied into the strategic plan, that is tied into that responsible budget. We have 100% board giving. Yes, that's what I said. I know the data show that fewer than half of nonprofits have 100% board giving, but this is something that we teach as essential, that your board needs to be your first donors and your first fundraisers in your nonprofit organization uh, to be able to have success. 
And then we need that compelling fundraising case for support based on your big compelling idea, the problem you're trying to solve, or the opportunity you're looking to fulfill. Describing your programs and services, talking about your results, telling a story about a participant or some way that your nonprofit has had an impact, and then closing with how a donor can make a difference. That always needs to be sharpened and ready to go. We need to steward our current donors. We need to continue to identify new donors. Those fundraising fundamentals always need to be in place. However, we also need to keep these recent data reports in context. Yes, the report in 2023 from Giving USA, reporting on charitable giving in the year 2022, showed a decline. 3% in current dollars, nearly 11% in constant dollars, just the fourth decline in 40 years, one of the largest drops ever. And it was a decline from a record year. This is something we need to keep in mind. The, the Giving USA was revised for 2021, which showed that in 2021, the result was $516 billion. Now, the initial report was less than $500 billion, but our researchers, very smart, very talented people, they issued that report in June, but they continue to work on that previous year. They continue to gain data, they continue to analyze, they continue to tweak, and they come out with revised numbers. We see this in the United States in our economic data, right? The federal government announces gross domestic product, GDP. And then when they announce it for the next quarter, they say, oh, by the way, two quarters ago, we had to revise that up, down, whatever. Same thing with Giving USA. And 2021 was adjusted upward to $516 billion, a record year. So 2022 was down from that record and was also down from the second highest year ever, 2020, the two highest years ever. So we need to keep that in mind. In the data world, this is what's known as an outlier, 2020 and 2021. And again, it's not to sugarcoat the data at all, but we need to remember what we're comparing 2022 to with those other years, what we're taking a look at. And when we do this over time, and that's why when I look at giving USA data, I really enjoy the multi-year snapshot more than the one year to the next. It's really showing me bigger trend data. And when we look at that, guess what? 2022, when adjusted for inflation, is just about the same as 2019. Remember 2019? A lot of folks were thinking the economy was relatively healthy. Not for everybody. We understand we divide the economy into fifths, into quintiles, that our neighbors in the bottom two quintiles always are enduring unique challenges. Totally get that. But in terms of a macro level, 2019, relatively healthy economy. Fundraising, Giving USA was in a three-year stretch of, of steady fundraising results from one year to the next. And 2022 matches the data for 2019 after adjust, being adjusted for inflation. Remember the artist formerly known as Prince? Tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. <laughs> well, let's look at the Giving USA data and not forget 2019. And by the way, the same thing is true uh, from the good, excellent reporting from the Fundraising Effectiveness Project. Uh, again, talking with our good friend, Eric Daubert, member of the Fundraising Schools faculty, you can go back and find the podcast in our archives, that when you look at the data for the fourth quarter of 2022, they are quite similar to the fourth quarter of 2019. So again, not to sugarcoat things, we need to be responsible with our budgeting, 
We need to maintain strong fundraising fundamentals. A couple other comments then. Again, one of the things with Giving USA that really provides some shocking, you know, feelings to this report is this whole issue of inflation. You know, when inflation was running at a 40-year high, it, it can kind of skew an understanding of these data. And therefore, uh, you hear this 11% drop. Well, that's after inflation. If you included inflation in your annual budget, and that annual budget revealed the gap of how much you needed to raise the following year, and then you met your fundraising goal, you pretty much took inflation out of the equation because you dealt with it in your original budget. And that's why a lot of our colleagues, when they look at Giving USA, they actually prefer comparing the current year results, not the constant year results, the current year, the value of the dollar and the year the dollar was donated, as opposed to constant adjusting for inflation. Because if you have factored inflation into your budget projection for the next year, you've accounted for inflation. And if you hit your fundraising goal, you've basically taken this inflation concern off the table. Now, if you're not accounting for inflation in your budgeting, start now. That would be a big takeaway, a big reminder uh, when you go about putting your budget together so that your fundraising goal accounts for inflation. And by the way, some people ask, well, how do I do that? You know, wh wherever your uh, nonprofit does their banking, uh, if maybe you have some reserves, you do some investing, talk to those folks. They live in those data. They live in those projections. And you can call them and just say, hey, what are you hearing? You know, as you're in your meetings and reading your financial um, media and, and listening to your financial experts, what are people saying about inflation 6, 12, 18, 24 months from now? And whatever percentage they give you, bump it up just a little bit. Better to be wrong in that direction uh, than not. So, again, th this whole thing with inflation, it's here. We need to deal with it in our budgeting. And then that can help us set our fundraising goals accordingly. Well, one last point about the economy uh, is that, you know, there were predictions that there would be a recession uh, early in 2023, no later than the summer of 2023 here in the United States. Fortunately, that has not happened. Now, a question that we receive is, is there going to be a recession? And of course, the answer is yes, because there always is one in a market economy. Usually every five to seven years, there, there, there can be a recession. Uh, now, so we always need to be ready uh, that a recession could could be occurring. So keep your ear to the ground on economic conditions, both locally, regionally, nationally, internationally, right? Things that happen around the world affect each other's economies. Um, and then with your fundraising planning, just do scenario planning. One plan is no recession. This is how we think we could fundraise. Uh, another plan would be strong recession. This is what we think is going to happen with fundraising. And maybe there's a, an in-between scenario as well. And you do that kind of planning, it can help you be ready for whatever happens with the economy. Through it all, I would just encourage you, and at the fundraising school, we would encourage you to maintain the abundance mindset, the growth mindset that is so necessary to be able to succeed in fundraising. You won't always hear yes. This is hard work. This isn't easy. But that's why the people... The cause served by your nonprofit are depending on you to be that leader, to be that fundraising leader, to be guided by these data, to plan using these data, to look at both the positives and other contextual understandings of the data, but to lead fundraising appropriately 
at your nonprofit organization. We invite you to continue to be with us at the Fundraising School, where we endeavor to be your career-long colleague through our public courses, 22 in all, offered in person in eight U.S. cities and online anywhere across the world. We also can customize our training, either bringing one of those existing courses to you, to your nonprofit, to your region, to your association, or we can take parts of different courses and knit them together. We can even design brand new curriculum tailored just for your specific needs. So those public courses that lead to four different certificates, we have our custom training, we have quarterly webinars, these free podcasts, and of course, our textbook, Achieving Excellence in Fundraising, the fifth edition, which puts all of our teaching together in one updated volume. All this information is available on our website, at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. I'm so grateful as always for my producers uh, of the podcast, Jennifer Boffman and Mike Anthony. I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and now you are now more fully informed on this first day from the fundraising school. Mm-hmm.